I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Hello, I'm Alison Larkin, writer, comedian, narrator, and host of The Jane Austen Podcast. Join me as we embark on a journey through Austen's timeless stories, starting with Pride and Prejudice. The Jane Austen Podcast with Alison Larkin is available wherever you listen to podcasts. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. And let's talk about what lessons have found. Let's hang out. And let's listen to two lesbians shout. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. Welcome back to Les Hangout. I'm Ellie Brigida. And I'm Lee Holmes Foster, and here's what's happening this week. This week in the Lesdom. This week in the Lesdom is a place where we can touch base each episode about things going on with the podcast or otherwise. Um, we wanted to start out with uh, just an announcement. So in September, we held a campaign for our Patreon where an extra bonus was that you would get entered into a drawing to be on the podcast. We did actually pick a winner for that and got in touch with them. And unfortunately, they opted to back out because they are not out in real life. They didn't feel comfortable coming on the podcast. Um, so we just wanted to take a moment, A, to explain why we're a little delayed in announcing the winner of that. We are uh, drawing another name, so we will have that out soon. We will be announcing who that's going to be. But we also just wanted to put that out because I think it's it's really important to us and it's a good reminder uh, of you know, why this podcast is important to people who either don't have community. We hear from a lot of listeners um, that, you know, this is who they hang out with. And we love that. Um, and also that, you know, for people who are maybe not uh, able to be publicly out in real life, that that this is something that's really important for them. So we just wanted to put that out there, say how much that means to us to, to hear about things like that, even when it's sad, because we would have loved, you know, the, the opportunity to have you on. And we're really sorry that you had to 
had to back out about that. So just to announce that, we'll be following up with, with more information about who is going to come on for a Q&A this season. And we just released last week uh, one of our Renegade covers videos that I'm really excited about. It's a cover of Girls Like You by Maroon 5. Um, and I did it with my friend Amelia Turek. She wrote an incredible original rap um, instead of the Cardi B one, which is amazing and super gay. <laughs> And we also had a bunch of our podcast guests featured, including the two women who you will be hearing from in this episode. <laughs> yes. Super cool. I think even to go, to go along with what Lee was saying earlier, we also are using this video to start our season two campaign to raise money for the Trevor Project. You can donate at bit.ly slash Les Trevor. I think it is so important for us to remember that we still have a lot of work to do and that means supporting organizations that are supporting LGBTQ youth who can't come out or have come out and have been disowned by their family, because that is a serious reality for a lot of LGBTQ people in this country. It is really important for us to keep that perspective. So if you can, we would really appreciate it if you would donate to our campaign for the Trevor Project at bit.ly slash Les Trevor. And especially in, I think, you know, the the current reality of our country and our political climate and stuff, I think it's it's just it's really good to find ways that you can sort of give back and support causes that are important to you. This is one that's really important to us. Um, And so we are super grateful for anyone else who can help us uh, raise funds for that. It's a, it's a great organization. On a lighter note, some other stuff that we realized we hadn't touched on yet. It, it you know, didn't necessarily happen exactly this week, but we still wanted to talk about it. Uh, I know some of you have already seen, if you haven't yet, there was a little situation that occurred on The Bachelor Vietnam. Oh my um, gosh, it was amazing. So I've been waiting for this to crazy. happen on The Bachelor for like since The Bachelor came out. So there is a, a clip. I think you can find it with the subtitles pretty easily at this point. Um, but essentially during the rose ceremony, one of the girls who had received or received a rose, right? I feel yeah, like I'm received say this a rose wrong. and gave the rose back because she was in love with another girl there. In love with another girl on the show. Uh, I, that is just like this, that's the movie I want, right? Yes. Like, fuck The Bachelor. That's what I want to watch. Yes. I want to watch the love story meet cute of two women on a dating show to like date someone else, like date this dude who fall in love with each other. Like, that's amazing. I mean, it also makes me really, really want a lesbian bachelorette, but yes. I also, like, <laughs> I really but think like, the lesbian bachelorette not... would be such a shit show. Well, okay, can we say, like, we want a queer bachelorette show that is not a shot at love with Taylor Tequila, because yes. everything, like, that, the second season and the the Icky Twin season, it just all kind of felt trashy. I don't know, maybe that was... Maybe yeah, that was like a me. more, a classier... A classier yeah. Tila Tequila. It was just. It was I know a lot, lot of people love Tila Tequila, so like, don't want to hate. But no, not. I don't think it's about Tila Tequila in general. It was just how they ran the show. It wasn't like The Bachelor. Yes. No, it wasn't at all. It's it more was, like Rock it, of Love. Yeah, it was just. A, it was not good. So we want a classy lesbian or or bi or whatever. Just some queer Bachelor show. 
Uh, that'd be cool too. So there you go. We're putting that out there in the universe and we'll, get we'll see what happens. Um, something else that we wanted to talk about. Some of you might have seen, there is a uh, movie out of Kenya this year called Rafiki. Um, that is a lesbian love story. And it just recently, um, was actually, uh, they lifted the ban in Kenya. So, uh, it is now eligible for the Oscars and things like that. Um, I do not have details yet on when or where you can watch it, but as soon as those come out, we'll try to post them on our social medias. I'm really excited uh, to, to check it out when it's available. Yeah. Um, supposed to be amazing, and we're really excited that, you know, it's it's actually able to be shown in the, the country that it's taking place in. That's a, a really big deal. So um, that's coming. We're We're looking forward to seeing more of that. And with that, back to you, Ellie and Lee. Thanks, Ellie and Lee, and welcome to our 14th installment of Shoulda Been Gay. Oh, it was fun, it was great, but it should have been a little more gay. In this Shoulda Been Gay, we're going to take the good. We're going to take the bad. We're going to take them both, and there we'll have the facts of life. <laughs> <laughs> and we are joined by some special guests to help us go through all of it. Tracy Levesque and Mika Epstein from Les Watch TV. Thank you so much for coming. We are so happy to have you here. Hey, thank you for having Hello. us. We're happy to <laughs> be course. here too. So Les Watch TV, it is uh, an online database of queer, female, transgender, non-binary, all sorts, of, like all of the letters of our little community, right? Mm -hmm. uh, TV characters and their shows, uh, the actors that are playing them. Tell us a little bit about, about how that started, how you guys made Les Watch TV happen. Well, it really started because um, Mika and I were both computer geeks, and we met each other in the WordPress community. And Mika, do you want to say what WordPress is? Sure. We're <laughs> <laughs> For the youngins. <laughs> WordPress is a content management system, which is a fancy way of saying it's the software that makes your websites look really awesome. And it's used by about 30% of the internet right now, which is at once terrifying and awesome when you realize you're writing code that gets used by that many people. And Tracy yeah. and I both work in WordPress community. I work for a web host. She has her own web development company. And we were both at WordCamp San Francisco, which at the time was the biggest WordCamp that you could have in the United States. And, and I like, and let me tell this part of the story. Oh, yes, like you I, can tell. I went yeah, there you love by this myself. Part of the story. <laughs> um, it was a big deal for me to get accepted to speak at WordCamp San Francisco. It was like the biggest conference I was going to speak at. And I go to the speaker dinner, and I didn't know anyone. And then I looked around. I'm like, oh, there's another lesbian. I'll go talk to her. <laughs> I and didn't that was know Gadar, so I had no I idea. I love how many <laughs> friendships start that way. Honestly, that's me and Lee as well. Like, yeah, different yeah. conference, but same thought. That's a Wait, lesbian. Let me talk to her. conference, right? Acapella yes. conference? Yeah. Yeah, fest. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. It's the foundation of so many amazing friendships. <laughs> right. So... Mika and I wound up becoming friends at that conference, and then because Mika travels around to all different conferences, and I do too, we would meet up occasionally in this city, that city, and we were chatting online, and we both came to realize that we have an encyclopedic knowledge of shows with queer female characters on it. Amazing. Yeah, and then we were chatting one day um, online, and it was the day after it was revealed that Shay, the lesbian on Chicago Fire, had died in the season two finale fire. And I was so mad. I was so angry. I was like, Mika, we need a database. We need something to tell us, like, what shows have right. dead characters in it? Is it worth watching? And then literally the next day, we went into action, started building the site. 
we had talked about it a little bit before over the summer because we'd been at another WordCamp together and talking about how we have this knowledge, we should do something. But it wasn't until Shay died that we really had this fire of fire <laughs> that we should actually <laughs> do something. Pun intended, pun not intended. Pun not intended, pun but we'll go with it. <laughs> and uh, I think I bought the domain like the day we were talking because I had a, I, I work for a web house, so you get domains on the cheap there. I'm like, nice. I'm going to buy this one. And I'm like, oh, it's a pun. Let's watch TV. Ha ha ha. And from that, you know, it's been four years now, which is amazing. Uh, wild. And it is a ridiculously extensive yeah, uh, really catalog. Is. Yeah. If you haven't checked it out, you should go check it out. It's amazing. 3,026 characters, 997 shows. And that has all been put in by hand by Mika and I. I'm going to wow. get it to, to 1,000 shows this weekend after this. That's my goal, is to get insane. to 1,000 shows. <laughs> but, the, but it is. It's, I mean, it's such a great resource, I think, for yeah. queer viewers because it does. It's like, okay, I'm watching this show, and I, I like, like, even, like, a, like, Rizzoli and Isles or something. Like, you're like, it's so, so queer baity, and you're like, I love it, but, like, I I want to support shows that are actually giving positive representation. How do I find those shows? Right. And you have and that's, this extensive that's the whole database. Thing. Yeah. It's like the show, uh, the, our website started as a reaction to barrier queers, right? But mm -hmm. it continues yeah. now because we want to highlight the positive. We want to highlight the shows that are doing well. We want people to be able to go to our site, find characters that they relate to that look like them or, you know, have the same orientation, gender or sexual orientation as them and see shows where they don't die. Nice. Yeah. Yes. Uh, don't we all want that? Yes. That's the dream. <laughs> Amazing. Living the dream. Um, but unfortunately, that's not what we're going to be doing today. <laughs> talking about the to complete opposite. Talking about the opposite of that today, we are talking about uh, shows that, that weren't gay, but that, that should have been gay. so obviously should have been. <laughs> now, before we get into that, I just have one thing to say. Um, I am okay. an avid listener of the Savage Love cast. I religiously yes. listen to that show every week. And to my surprise, there you two were <laughs> as guests on the Savage Lovecast. And I just have to say props to the advice you gave. Oh, thank I, you. I thought it was spot on because a lot of people come on as guests and I'm like, oh, I don't know. You can tell they're not advice columnists or, you know, in yeah. the advice business. But I love the advice that you two gave. Well, now I'm going to have to go listen to that. Yeah, we had so much fun recording that with uh, with Dan Savage. It was great. Yeah, uh, it was crazy. And it is. It's like it's kind of you. It's like it feels like a huge responsibility to be like, let me tell you what you should do. Yeah. It's it's a little mm -hmm. it's a little heady. It, it like, is a huge responsibility you know. because you know yeah. he's. I love him and I love the show, but you know he's a gay dude and he does and he does his <laughs> best. But so now here you are, the lesbians, going to give advice on one show. That's a lot of responsibility on your shoulders. Yeah, it was awesome. It was. We're, we're thinking we should uh, expand into having like some sort of dating advice show, but it's too much. <laughs> <laughs> right. Just, maybe, just maybe spread yourselves more thin, you know. Yeah, right? Oh Let's God. just keep pushing. We have so much, so much stuff going on in season two right now anyways, but you never know. It's there in the back of our minds that like if we start getting, you know, start getting a lot more questions, like because we do get emails from people sometimes where they're like, oh, my God, like I started listening to you while I was coming out and all this stuff. And we haven't really gotten like the, you know, like Dear Help Abby me. style yeah. <laughs> questions yet. But like if we start getting those, you never know. So not that that's a push for people to pull them or to start sending them in. But, you know, should we dive in? Let's to, uh, dive to into Peak Skill. 
All right, okay. so we're going to turn this over to Tracy and Mika to read the IMDb synopsis and then their own Les Watch TV synopsis. Here you guys go. Yes. All right, Tracy, hit it up. The Facts of Life is a group of girls attending a boarding school who tackle issues throughout teenage life and later adulthood. Now, here's some little stats since they're from Les Watch TV. There were nine seasons, 203 episodes. It started in 1979 and ended in 1988. And one thing about the show is the first season had a huge cast, including Molly Ringwald. Yeah, I saw that in my research, which yeah. I thought was crazy. And she was a baby. Yes, yeah, she was. Yeah, a tiny little baby. And she did make a couple appearances, like here and there, in other seasons. But after that first season, they pared down the the whole cast to like four main girls and then Mrs. Garrett. And so season two through nine is those folks. And it was originally a spinoff of Different Strokes, so Gary Coleman yes. shows up in a couple episodes, too, just for fun. I, I do just want to say, I was alive while the last season aired. Ow. <laughs> I graduated so, high school the last season aired, so there we go. Just for context here, in terms of, you know, because Ellie, you weren't, you weren't alive no, for anyway. No, definitely so, not. <laughs> So this is, we love this because it's a, it's a super throwback from, you know, what we usually cover is the should have been gays. I think a lot of the stuff we've been doing is, is much more recent. Um, this was so much fun to like go back and it's, I, it's like a whole different vibe to do a should have been gay on like an early eighties sitcom. Yeah. But the thing is that it's almost gayer than like half the stuff we've covered, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? It really it's is. So it really is. It's so gay. It's shockingly oh gay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I have to say, like, if I was going to write my own synopsis based on the very mediocre research that I did leading up to this episode, uh, my synopsis of the show, and of course I'm a little biased because my research tended to lean heavily towards the what parts of it should have been gay. Here's my synopsis for Facts of Life. Um, a group of girls attending a boarding school is completely oblivious to the giant, enormous lesbian living in their midst. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is that mm -hmm. is that accurate? Yes, that's absolutely. pretty accurate. <laughs> Literally, yeah, so whole... that just sounds, that sounds like she's like a horror film, like <laughs> the giant, the giant lesbian, lesbian living in their living midst. So let's, let's the lesbian let's... is calling from inside the house. <laughs> let's go to uh, season two, episode one. So that's when they reconfigured the whole show, right? Season two, episode one, is when Joe pulls up on her motorcycle. Head, oh my head God. to toe in denim. She has a yes. like a electrical tape holster on her belt. <laughs> um, she walks in. She still has her helmet on, and they think that she's the delivery guy. They they think she's a guy, and then till till you take off the helmet. And there's I the mean, ponytail reveal. We've all reveal. been there. <laughs> we've all been mistaken for a dude before. It well. happens. <laughs> No, absolutely, but it's no, like it's the, the setup for that first episode is such a perfect setup for a queer yeah. story, but it's oh, not. Yeah. I, I'm sorry, I have to cut in really quickly just to say, because everyone's listening and they can't see it, but I'm pretty sure this entire episode is going to be the three of us talking and Ellie just like peeing herself I'm laughing. Like crying. <laughs> Ellie's like dying to the point that like she can't even talk. I just don't want to interrupt anyone, but I just funny like i was putting together like our own outline because like just so many of the things about joe it's just like is this a joke yeah <laughs> no that's that's television in 1979 1982 uh, that 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 chunk of change the, the 80s is playing a joke on modern day lesbians mm -hmm. 
with the character of Joe. Yeah, it is. If she's not wearing flannel, she's got baseball shirts and and uh, and jeans on. It's it's one of and the three. De- denim. Does she wear anything but that denim jacket? Like, I'm pretty sure the entire like U.S. stock of denim in the <laughs> early '80s went to the facts of life. Well, either she has multiple <laughs> denim jackets or she keeps stealing Blairs because a couple of them are pretty fashionable. Okay, so now we have to talk about Blair, right? Oh, yes, Blair Warner. Stealing Blair's clothes. I like that. We're going to get to the ships later, but I like that already. So, okay, let's talk. Let's talk Blair. Blair Warner is the rich, snobby, like looks down on everybody, but is forced to roommate with Joe. And from minute one, (laughs) that ship is set up. The things they say to each other are so subtext queer. It's like hits you in the face. I went to boarding school, okay, and I had, you know, three different roommates over the course of the three years I was there. And some of us were queer. Most of us were queer. We never flirted like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, so let's so Tracy, you're saying, you know, some of the things that they say to each other. What's what's a good example? Oh, that one uh that one scene where well they're they're figuring out if they should room together or not. Oh yeah. And <laughs> and then I guess, you know, it comes decided that, yes, they're going to room together. And Mrs. Garrett comes in and says, oh, so you decided that you're going to room together after all. And Tootie's like, they're going to do more than that. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, what? what's happening? <laughs> Stop it, Tootie. You're saying what we're all feeling. What is it like, even supposed to mean? Yeah. And then uh, Blair wears Joe's uh, jacket at one point. Wait, describe that episode, Mika. <laughs> okay. So um, Joe, of course, has a boyfriend. But she gets invited by a boy Blair likes to go to Cotillion. And if you don't know what Cotillion is, it's basically uh, a bunch of really rich white people going to a country club and dancing to terrible music. My dad did Cotillion. We tease him mercilessly because of this. (laughs) Where is the show set? Where is this? It's set in upstate New York. So we're talking about Poughkeepsie. Do they do Cotillion? Oh, they do Cotillion up there. I have a lot of friends from up there. Uh, they Peak still do Skill, it. New York. Peak Skill, really? it's wow. Peak Skill, New York, but it's meant to be Poughkeepsie, New York. Uh, they just rebranded it so that you know you didn't get sued. Yeah, yeah it's really East obvious if you if you listen to like the names and you've ever been up there. So Joe gets invited to go to Cotillion at the Country Club, and she's never been. She's got this girl fantasy of I'm going to go, and everyone's going to go, oh, "Who's that girl?" So she's excited and she goes, but as it turns out, the boy just wants to take her to behind the ninth hole, and you know what? <gasps> so uh, scandalous. She socks him, gives him a black eye, loses a shoe, and hightails it back to school. <laughs> That's not gay. <laughs> no, not gay at all. <laughs> Yeah, give it a black eye to the dude trying to and trying to hit that. Pretty gay. While she's gone, Blair is complaining the whole time. What does he see in Joe and not me? So she puts oh on God. Joe's jean jacket and leather bicycle, bike riding gloves and a leather hat with silver studs. I'm not making this up. Oh my gosh. And she's got it at a <laughs> jaunty like little a, angle. The quintessential gay outfit. Yeah. Quintessentially yeah. gay outfit. And then she puts it as a jaunty an- uh, angle because she's got the feathered Farrah hair, of course. <laughs> and she says, don't I look, oh my gosh, even I make this look good. And she's just preening oh in God. front of the, the mirror. And during all this, Joe returns and they run into Joe downstairs because the boy has shown up with the with the shoe Joe lost. Blair's thinking, Cinderella moment. But then she sees his black eye, because of course it's TV, it develops in two seconds. And she says, what what happened? And and he basically tells her in very clear terms that there are two types of girls, the kind of girl you marry and the kind of girl you don't. 
And he thought that Joe was the sort of girl you don't marry. And because Blair, she's a lesbian. Well, yeah. <laughs> but Blair doesn't even hesitate. She jumps to Joe's defense. And this is a girl, this is like the third or fourth episode together. And they're not really friends yet. They hate each other. No, it's a, it's a perfect, like, um, Sarah Lance and Ava, oh, seriously? you know, mm-hmm. contentious relationship at first, mm-hmm. which would be perfect it's like a package handed to you for the reboot right should go. glinda glinda and alphaba there's a lot of uh you know those those hate love to love hate. Mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. i mean and there's hate to love because you get those shows where you're like oh they hate each other well maybe they'll fall in love and then there are some that you're like no no, no they're really in love with each other and and there's a different vibe to people yeah. that hate each other but become friends and hate each other but become a little bit more than friends and Blair just leaping to Joe's defense and looking like she's going to haul off and punch this guy and blacken his other eye. And you're like, wait a second, what did I just watch? You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Wow. She's so cute in the jacket, though. So there's a a lot of that going out throughout all eight seasons of uh, the two of them being on the show together. However, Mika and I have completely rewritten the show to be gay like we we actually spent a lot of time on this because they are talking about a reboot they're talking about are they really yeah Yeah, of course they are they're rebooting everything right they're rebooting alf no no thank you no to that no alf um so this are you ready for mika's and my like yes oh my god i have never been more ready for anything in my life so um (laughs) season uh, the first episode can pretty much literally be the exact same way that it was on the show. Uh, and what happens is that 
Joe comes, they roommate together, but then Joe's like, where are the guys in this town? And then they go to the local <laughs> like date rape bar. Um, they sneak oh, in with, with fake IDs. They're flirting with this guy, kind of, but he's creepy. Um, and then they get busted, and they go to jail, and then they're all on probation. Like, that's the first episode. Then the second episode, they have to all stay in one room together, all four of them. Right? Down the and hall that for Mrs. Garrett, so she can keep down an the hall eye for on Mrs. Them. Garrett. So that's like the setup for the first season. Then Joe starts talking about this boyfriend, Eddie, and how you know it's the real thing, and her mother doesn't want them to be together because they think they're too young. Now, in our reboot, Eddie would actually be a girl. Yes, Edie. She can be Edie from uh, Imagine Me and You. There, there we go. There we go. See, that um, works. I like. So I love it. Eddie is actually Edie, but Joe keeps referring to her as Eddie because she's staying in the closet. And then <gasps> yeah. later on, maybe four episodes from there, um, there is. Oh, Mika, describe that episode when she calls her mom. Oh, okay. <laughs> so there's an episode where where Joe calls her mother uh, to ask if she's coming up for a thing that's going on at the school. And instead of getting Joe's mom, she gets some guy named Jack. Ooh. And, she, you know, Ma, who who's this? And her mother, and you don't hear her mother's voice, you just get Joe's side of the story. But she starts getting really mad at her mom because, as it turns out, her mother is now hooking up with some new guy. And Joe thinks, you ditched me, you sent me all the way up here, claimed you're working double shifts, but really, you just wanted me out of the house so you could get your guy on. And you have the nerve to yell at me about Eddie. And she she hangs up the phone in a... Whoa! I know. I love it. And she hangs up the phone in a huff. And Mrs. Garrett, of course, is trying to be the voice of reason of, Joe, honey, call your mom back and apologize for being a bitch. And, <laughs> of course, it's Mrs. Garrett, so apologize for being rude. And yes, Joe yes. says, can I have some privacy to do this? And Mrs. Garrett, of course, says, come on, Tootie, stop eavesdropping on everyone. Because Tootie eavesdrops on everyone all the time. <laughs> Tootie, roll your way on out. Yeah. <laughs> no, she had, She was on shoes at this point. Uh, she's only yeah, roller skates, skates are gone after uh, season one. Yeah, season one, so, she was too short. So but what happens in the reboot, I want to bring him back. Okay, we're, sure. we'll do that. Oh, yeah, they have to be show, Heelys. Right, we're they writing this back so Heelys we can do this. With a glow, like, yes. like Arizona War. On on the actual episode, Eddie, the boyfriend, surprises Joe by showing up, right, Mika? Yeah, because he's okay. like, you had such a bad time, I thought I'd take leave. Because he's, he's, he's in uh, the Naval Recruitment Base in Chicago. Yeah, so he goes on to our, New York from Chicago. On our reboot, Edie would show up. She would show yes. up on the show. She could and still then, be in the Navy, too. And then, yeah, that, that, Girls could, in that could be a thing. That could be a thing, and that could be a thing that breaks them up later to make room for Joe and Blair. Anyway. Um, so, Joe and Blair, Joe and Blair's endgame. Oh, yes. yeah. Oh, their endgame. Okay. Absolutely. Um, so Edie Excellent. shows up, and Joe's like, what do you do here? They don't know about you. And then, you know, you have a whole episode of them being together and trying to hide, but then Blair sees them. <gasps> and Blair knows. So then we have a couple episodes of Blair. Does she see them or does she walk in on them? Because they're rooming see, together. No, like see them like from afar. So Joe doesn't know okay. that she saw them. Oh, okay. Yes. So it's a secret. Yes, oh my God, secret. I love this. There, so, because it's a sitcom. You've got to have that classic misunderstanding. Right. But now you've got, oh, I yes. know your secret and you don't know that I know your secret. Exactly. You don't know that I know. So then there's a couple episodes of Blair knowing, but Joe not knowing and all that weirdness and all the comedy. And then finally Blair will confess that, you know, like I know about that Eddie's not Eddie, but Eddie's Edie. Okay. Oh my God. Can I just tell you in my head, I'm picturing right now, like 
uh blair during the like she knows and joe doesn't know that she knows i'm totally picturing like all of these comments like okay so you know in the pilot episode like the first episode of pretty little liars and they have the flashback to the barn and it's like oh my god the new beyonce video like i love it and then you get that that snarky little like maybe a little too much m like i'm yes, picturing like yes. those kind of comments from blair just like over and over and over and, and over then, again Ugh, and joe shooting her so looks, much, looks back like you know like what are you what talking are you, about? Like, what you, yeah, what are you getting at? Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, so. Oh, my God, I love and it. And, of course, you can throw in Tootie now, who's the, the school snoop, uh, getting things wrong, like like assuming that the secret is that Joe's pregnant. Oh. See? Yes. <laughs> and, okay. that not, and, of course, Blair, that could not be further from the truth. Oh, my God. Right. Um, okay, so then the next thing that happens is that Blair has a Petra-style sex dream about her. Like Petra and Jr. from Jane the Virgin. Yes. Oh my god. Because so like you know, good. Blair's like, ew, I'm not gay. Because Blair actually had a really homophobic episode. And she was super homophobic in the first, very first episode of the whole show. Yeah. Her, um, uh, her, one of her classmates was like totally into sports and hugged girls and said, "Oh, I love you so much." But in that absolutely kid platonic way, and right. Blair leaps to this theory that she's that she's a lesbian. And I'm like, "Hmm, homophobic gay panic much, a little, Blair?" A little repressed, yeah, right. I posted a I posted a video of that on our Twitter if you want to check it out. But so okay, so now Blair has this conflict like this identity crisis and she's like totally in the joe and she's trying to deny it and then for the whole rest of that season we have slow burn you know the yes. two of them well edie, oh edie and her have to and joe have to break up for whatever reason edie's then, actually going to be in the military and not just whatever and joe doesn't support this i mean it, it can be that simple you have to get have a couple episodes of getting past that, and finally, finale, the finale of season one, the two of them hook up. Yes! Oh my god, I love it. Please tell me that you've like actually written this up. I want to read this. I want to read it. I <laughs> yeah, want to watch it. I want to. I want to see it on my screen like, right now. I need it. Our argument right now is whether or not they should hook up or just kiss. And I'm like, well, they're supposed to be like 15 going on 16, so it could go either way. Mm, I think but, just to make well, out. Oh my god, wait, can they kiss? But like Tootie walks in on them. What? Well, not see, yet. That's not what yet, I want. Because that, I I think that it should no, be. No, I think that's great because then you start out season two with like them trying to work this all out. Like there's all these feelings that haven't really been resolved, but like someone else knows too. Oh my god. Oh I my think god. I think uh, that the reveal to Natalie and Tootie should be the mid-season hiatus cliffhanger. Mm. I think and it should be the reveal to, to 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 Natalie first because Tootie was supposed to be like four years, three years younger than everybody else. So you can be oh we can't tell Tootie she's too young, and of course. You know, then you get the whole conversation of, what do yeah. you got a problem with telling a kid about gay people? Because, yes. you know. So season two would be them trying to work it out. Mid-season cliffhangers, like, 2D and Natalie know. And then the final finale would be Mrs. Garrett knows and everybody knows. And parents, everybody. I love it. Accidentally love it so coming much. out in front of the whole school. Oops. Something Accidentally? like this. Well, it's accidentally, because Joe's got a lot of things that she keeps trying to hide from the school. Like, she doesn't want them to know that her parents are divorced at first. And then she doesn't want them to know that her dad's actually a criminal. And she says, oh, no, no, he lives in Miami as a trucker. And, no, actually, he's in prison in upstate New York. Surprise. 
And so she's got all these secrets already that she's like hiding from everyone. So it makes perfect sense that, that she would not be wanting to be out because she's already the scholarship kid, that she's got the Bronx accent and everybody else is rich and she doesn't want people yeah. to get all up in her business. And the accent is so much, by the way. The accent is over <laughs> it's extra. The top. It's pretty extra. <laughs> it really is. Okay, so now we have now we have uh, seasons three through seven. I think should just be basic rela- relationship up and down stuff. They have to break up at least once, right? Right, and, and they have together. to break up at the end of like right near the end of season three when they realize they're going off to college. And oh my god, you were going to different colleges. How yes. can we possibly keep dating? And then you have to have the breakup and one of them dates someone else and then you'll have like that small community of shippers that's going to like ship them together and then everyone else will be like, no, it's totally Blair and Joe the whole way. Ooh, that's a good idea. Sorry. That's oh, good and, idea. And, and you could keep them, you know, you could keep uh, one or uh, Blair being bisexual and, you know, she goes and dates a dude from Bates Academy. Yes, they called it Bates Academy for the boys. And it's, oh, God. It's, yeah. <laughs> like the young masters at Bates Academy. Oh, oh my God. Boy. It's like too much. It's all too much. And then season seven, finale cliffhanger, big proposal. But I yes. think it should be a twist and yes. it should be Blair proposes to Joe. Oh, yeah, Aww. for sure. For sure. I love it. And then the very, very last season of, you know, the finale would be a big wedding. Big gay wedding. Yeah. And everybody wishes I would watch it. It's a hit I am a little upset that I'm not watching it right now. <laughs> Let's put it that way. So whoever's doing this reboot, it has to be this way. If if Joe is not queer in the reboot, I'm going to flip a table and burn something down because that would not be right. And we're we're available to be hired to, to help you with these scripts because we know everything. <laughs> it's like it's like bordering on scary impressive. <laughs> or I don't know. Or we it have too much time, time at all answer. to come up with this. That's true. I'm sure. We've only been I'm talking sure. about both, this for three days, though. It's kind of sad. <laughs> you both watched or the show when it, like, when it aired, like when it was on. Uh, oh, the the first time, you mean? Yeah, like you both watched Facts of Life like when it was on TV. Um, I only started watching it from about the third or fourth season in, but in my defense, I was like five. Right, sure. <laughs> um, yeah. But okay. I was 11 when, it, when, it, when the finale aired, and I remember crying when Joe got married and having no idea why. Yeah. I was just so upset. That is a very sad event. Why were you crying? <laughs> I I had similar feelings to Gabrielle's wedding in Xena. I mean, luckily it didn't last very long. What well, didn't Perticus uh, die that Perticus, night? But yeah, yeah, yeah. Like R.I.P. Perticus, you had like a three-hour uh, married life. But still, I remember being very conflicted about that wedding. As was Xena, so it's fair. It's fair. <laughs> I mean, that's a whole nother gay. So for me, this show aired from the time I was nine years old to the time I was eighteen. And I think I watched it the first time around, but I definitely watched it many times in reruns. Like, I, mm-hmm. it's definitely, yeah. like, a go-to rerun show. So I've probably watched, like, the whole thing a million times. Not, not that first Either season, way, I think the, the point is you guys have had a lot of time to think about how this show should have been done. Right, yes. <laughs> it should have been done correctly. It, it wasn't. There's a possibility I might have written fan fiction about it when I was in high school, yes. but I don't. Oh, I, I can't find it. I can't find it, so it doesn't exist. No. <laughs> we we'll find it. it. We'll find it, Miko. We're going to look it up. We're going to find it. I'm sure there's it's volumes out there crazy. already written oh by many god. people. Oh, my oh, God. I, Not as much as I you'd bet. think. Really? I, well, so I was I was looking up. I'm like, how popular is this ship? And so I went on fanfiction.net and AO3, and I'd like my hour back. But um, <laughs> it, it's terrifying sometimes. But, uh, you know, it, it's not as popular as it was because I think it was long enough ago 
And also, yeah, it's pretty bad. I mean, yeah. there's a, the show itself. The sh- there's a lot of fat shaming jokes and slut shaming oh, yeah. jokes, and I mean, it, like it, it. There are certain a lot of misogyny, just, Ill- misogynistic oh jokes. Also, a lot of stuff like, especially with Roy, it's like kind of like I, I'm gonna say like not rapey necessarily, right. but like it's yep. bordering on like that. You know, like okay, uh, hashtag Me Too, like get in there because this is getting. It's like a little over the line, like how much they have to put up with from definitely the boys in, in the, the re- show. In the reboot, we would probably keep some of that to make it accurate, but we make them fight back and not just be like giggly, yes. like giggly, like. Ah! Right. You know, like it's almost flattering or something. Like we would make more black back. eyes. Yeah, more black eyes. Yes. Yes. Do we keep excellent? The, the real question is: Do we keep in uh, the whole shtick where they have the very special episodes? Because in season one, you've got a girl who commits suicide because her parents are mm. getting divorced. Which, Oof. I mean, and 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 Tootie finds the body. Oh Jeez. my gosh! I don't I remember know. that. Did I block that out or in my memory? You probably blocked that out, but it's like the girl who wins school president and Blair is the vice president and Blair's all upset because I didn't want to be vice president. And then all of a sudden, you know, the girl shows up and she's giving away her things. And I'm like, "Uh oh, oh, no. And then she takes a whole bottle of pills and eventually dies. Wow. Yeah. And then in the, the third season. That's dark, yo. Well, it gets. Yeah. I mean, it stays dark because in the third season, Natalie gets assaulted. She doesn't get raped, thankfully, but like the guy throws her down and rips her Charlie Chaplin costume. I remember that one. Right, and my my wife and I both remembered it as we thought Natalie was raped, but in no, but in the rewatch, no, they made it quite clear that she wasn't. But still, they they go to those places in this, like they address teen marriage, they address yeah. date rape, they address you know, assault, they address all of these things. Bulimia is in there too, if I remember right. And if- It's very yeah, like Seventh Heaven too did the same thing, right? Like, to, you get those like very specific, like, this episode we're dealing with yeah. this. But the thing well, I think if, if it can be done well like they do on One Day at a Time where they have comedy, but they yeah. execute those deep topics really well in, in a mm-hmm. way that doesn't feel like a cheesy very special episode it didn't feel like a cheesy special episode i will give them this much and that's probably why i have major issues with modern sitcoms is that they like they go like seventh heaven which i swear is a sitcom yes i've watched it (laughs) (laughs) oh i did too don't worry that was that was on when i was in like middle school high school i watched like seasons after seasons of that show it was fun to watch it like one in the morning when i couldn't sleep yeah, they did. They managed to do it without having it be too cheesy. I mean, it it didn't feel like they were just folding it in to make a very special episode. If you ever watch Different Strokes, there's a special episode where there's acid rain and Dana Plato's uh, character, her hair turns green from acid rain. Because you oh know, I remember right. I remember this one so well, and that felt like a really shoehorned in very special episode about you know we need to take care of the environment. But these... I don't know, Mika, when they pay us to write this show, uh, this reboot, um, we either got to keep it really corny AF or do it really, really well like One Day at a Time does it. I want to say do it okay. really, really well at One Day at a Time. We should we should hire Gloria calderon Kelly to help us figure out that balance and yeah. get Norman Lear yes. in on this. <laughs> okay. And then, of course, Excellent. if we get Gloria in on this, then we're definitely going to have a Latinx character and just yes. go all the way. Oh yeah, I love it. Intersectional guys. I'm so I'm so in for this reboot. Yeah, I like Joe Katie could definitely be Latina. Well, because that would be that would be the new thing, like finding out her her father's not in jail. He's in he's actually an illegal immigrant, and yeah. he's being deported. Oh 
Or being caught by, yeah, ice. Yeah, he gets caught by ice. Yeah, and yeah. and there's there's your horrific storyline. And now what's going to happen um, to her? We need to take a moment to talk about Jerry, Cousin Jerry. Cousin Jerry, yes. Yeah. So, so speaking of Jerry, Jerry special is, is episode. Blair's, <laughs> Blair's cousin, right? Yes, Blair's cousin Tell Jerry. Tell us about Cousin Jerry. Cousin Jerry uh, is Blair's cousin who is a stand-up comedian, also has cerebral palsy um, in real life. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, yeah. in real life, she wrote a memoir and came out. She's a lesbian. Yeah, she said, I can't even walk oh, wow. straight. And it's just this awesome double oh, my fun. God. I love oh, him so God. much. Oh, my God. That is the best thing ever. Yeah, so Cousin Jerry on the reboot could just be lesbian. Yeah, And then you've got, you know, it. Cousin Jerry going, Cousin she Blair. She can come help Blair when Blair's conflicted about her feelings for Joe. Yes. Like, Cousin Jerry can come help her Be the one she tells. Her yes, that's how we yes. can introduce Cousin Jerry to oh the my God. show. I love it so much, you guys. Done. Um, I have a really important question, though. All right. Okay. okay. What is... Blair and Joe's ship name. Wow, I don't know. Do they have one? They didn't. Because, like, they, Blow we, is not going to cut it. Blow. Jer. <laughs> Blow or So Jer. it's like when you, you guys are taking 10 minutes trying to figure out the Gilmore Girls ship name. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Wait, I what still are their last don't even names? remember Joe, which one we settled on. Polnicek and Warner. And Blair Warner. Co- wait, sorry. Co- Joe is what? Polnicek. 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 You get Poner, and that didn't work either. <laughs> Blair Warner. No. Warnicek. See, the thing about it is that in the 70s and 80s, yeah, I we didn't yeah, name characters to generate portmanteaus. We just, we didn't. <laughs> I know, but it's so good. I love yeah. doing it. I mean, uh, I have nothing for them. I mean, though. I'd probably so just I'm say. I'm sticking with Blow. <laughs> I'd probably call them the Eastland Girls, and, and that would be the ship, because they go to mm. Eastland. Or the Poughkeepsie Pals. Oh, excuse me, the Peekskill Pals. Peekskill Pals. <laughs> I, know. Peak I think you got to ask Twitter. Pals. Yeah, we, we definitely have that. to ask Twitter about that. But Okay, oh, yeah. Twitter, if you have a better suggestion, uh, <clears throat> Blow, um, let us know. <laughs> Anything's <laughs> better than Blow. <laughs> true. Oh, God, we've come up with some pretty terrible ship names, so it's fine. Uh, this, I'm going to say this is still not the worst one we've done. Yes. Do you guys have anything else to say about more facts of life should have been gay? Oh, I was going to say, I think that, that Natalie should be like, because in real life, Mindy Cohen, who played Natalie, is a total LGBT supporter. I always wanted yes. her to be like the champion for Joe and Blair and just like, you know, I'll take on anyone who thinks it's not OK. And she's in charge of the school paper. So she's constantly making sure that there are editorials about how LGBT is fine and, and wonderful. Yes. And, and just like and Joe is just so embarrassed the whole time. And do we really have to do this? Oh my god. And of course you you've got the whole fights because Blair's rich and Joe's not. So Joe and Blair get in fights about Blair buying everything and always taking them out to dinner and Joe's got a chip on her shoulder and it's just, you know, you you have so much built into that relationship. Right? I think the yes. bottom line here is this is uh filled with um dramatic and comedic gold. It yes. is a gold yes. mine of stories and if the rebooters don't take advantage of this then they're really missing out. Well, and I think the main takeaway here is facts of life. Should have been gay. Should have been gay. It was pretty gay to start with. (laughs) (laughs) Should have been more explicitly gay. Yes. But if we switch back a little bit to Let's Watch TV. Sure. Yes. Right? In the the context of this whole conversation that we just had. um, Because you guys have like a, you have a scoring system. Oh, yeah. Right? So tell us, can you can we get like a brief overview of the scoring system for uh, people who aren't familiar with it? Oh, this one's on me, isn't it? Uh, the scoring system is a really annoyingly complicated mathematical formula that takes into account. Uh, we have 
four main vectors on the site, which is, is the show worth watching, which is just sort of our overall, is the show even worth your time? How real is the show? How much screen time do the queers get? And how good is the show for queers? And those are the easy things that you can count. You can say, well, you've got a one out of five for, for these. But then we also add in things like, is this show created by queers and for queers? Is it created by queers for everyone? And we give the shows bonuses for things like that. Then we start factoring in, well, okay, how many tropes does the show have? Like, does it have good tropes like coming out or everyone's queer? Or does it have bad tropes like queer baiting and queer bashing and women in prison? And, of course, if someone dies, you automatically lose a third of your show points because that's right. just, There's, um, that's not the okay. Character, I actually just gave a talk on this you at did. BlameCon this past, uh, last weekend. Um, but the another big factor is the character su- survival rate. Yeah. So if all yeah. of your characters are still alive, you you know get like the highest number of points for that section, and if they're all dead, then the lowest and everywhere in between. So it's wow. like four four different categories of criteria that can all get points, and then that all gets divided and equal to a hundred. So you have a score between one and one hundred. Zero. So really- you can get a zero. Can I say one thing? You know what are things that I love? One thing that I love is queer media and another thing that i love is algorithms oh so. my god my father's a mathematician so this makes me so happy i just i love it so much like the data nerd in me is just like geeking out and it's amazing we need to know which maybe is hard yeah. for you to decide now give like a ballpark what score would you give facts of life oh it wouldn't be good uh, well are we are we talking <laughs> our version or are we talking the real Number version one, no, no, the like real, wouldn't the even make version. it it has to have a canon your queer character gets an, a okay so it wouldn't even be on stuff. your list no it's yeah, not it has, on the list it has to have a canon queer character in it to be able to make it into our website in the first place but let's say joe was queer and it was in our site it there the first episode of the entire show was really homophobic yeah mm-hmm. so that would that would go but it's really real too like, with your gut, what do you feel like it gets? What do you think, Miki? You're a better judge of this. Okay, because I did the <laughs> math. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> um, if Joe was queer, I think that the show would probably hit somewhere around the 40-point range, which is slightly yeah. above average. You'd think that 50 would be average, but I think the average right now is like 36. Yeah, uh, there are wow, a lot of shows with pretty bad scores. No one yeah. died. Yeah. That's nope. sad. Right, nobody died, but there is arguably queer bashing because Joe does get picked on a lot, and, you know, there's the date rape attempts, and it's very real, but at the same time, it's not really great for queers. Unless yeah, we're saying like that Joe qual- marries like, a woman at the end. Um, but, right, like quality, like we, you know, we have like a quality score list, so how how does the show do in making you feel good about yourself at the end of the day, right? right? So, like, are the queer characters treated with respect are they you know as uh, three-dimensional as the straight characters and do you do you feel good about yourself after you're done watching the show so i don't know i don't think uh facts of life would do that great Not that's great. why i think it would end up being slightly above average slightly above okay and if people want to look up the actual shows ratings they can always do that. You can look up actual shows ratings. Just go to the site. Just and just not this one. Just not yeah. this Let's one. TV. Unless there's a there's an actual queer character on the show that we've somehow missed, and I am now rewatching season three, so I'll find out soon enough. The show just won't end up on the site, and it's sad because it yeah. really is one of my favorite. Uh, hey, shows. but the reboot, the reboot, the reboot, for the reboot. <laughs> That okay. reboot will hit 50 points. That, if um, that reboot I, doesn't hit 70 points, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I think it's time for our final segment, which is Q and Gay. Uh, I, I, if you've listened to the show, Q&A, we have some questions. You get, we're going to ask you guys some questions, uh, and our listeners will get to answer them on Twitter later. Um, Ellie, take it away. Q&A. Q. Q. And. Gay. And you can both answer individually. So. All right. Your favorite queer tropes. These, this is based on the list on your website. All oh, right. If it's based a, on the list. Oh, no. <laughs> I, there are, it's multiple choice. Okay. A, queers in law enforcement, B, everyone's gay, C, coming out, or D, happy ending. Oh, my favorite uh, is women in law enforcement, queers in law enforcement. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, which which Joe falls into. Yes, she, well, only if you count the TV movies, but sure. I have to say mine is, I'm going to go, you know, easy and uh, happy ending. I like a good happy ending. It's a cl- it's a classic. Who doesn't? Yeah. What a what a great trope. Let's have and, more yes. of that trope, please. And we have yeah. so few of them. I know mm-hmm. exactly. Um, okay. On the other side, question two: What is your least favorite queer trope out of a barrier queers, b women in prison, c fake relationship, or d queer baiting? Ooh, mine's actually women in prison. Ooh. So, so are you love the new black, black not a fan I've never law enforcement but not women in prison. Yes. No, I I really I can't I can't Mika's very justice system oriented <laughs> in terms of her scaling. <laughs> no, I I can't watch shows that I don't think that prison is entertainment. I got yeah. And I have a real hard time it. watching it and and I blame my parents for ruining that on me because of uh, Hogan's Heroes and mm. that's its own whole thing. I mean, or you can also blame the shit show that is the American justice system. That's fine. Let's blame that. That too. Yes. Um, I do. Okay. I, I um, do all those. I do all the shows that um, like American Horror Story and Orange is the New Black and the things that Mika won't watch. American won't watch Horror those. Story is scary. <laughs> okay, but wait, Tracy, we didn't get your answer. What's your least favorite? Gosh. I mean, Barrier Queers is the easy answer, but I really hate queer baiting. It makes I me knew so that bad. was going to be your answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that would be mine too. Yeah. Because queer baiting is just like eternally harmful. Yeah. yeah, it's it's so frustrating. Yeah, there are so many so many shows that I just stopped watching. I was like, I can't, I can't keep doing this to myself. You hear the facts of life reboot? No queer baiting. No queer baiting. Okay. No queer baiting. Excellent. And and um, which is why like I when we were going through this the first time, Mika's like, well, let's not have them kiss at the end of season one. I'm like, yes, let's have them kiss. That'd be queer baiting if we don't get a second season. Which I agree. Yes. Anyway, the thing You're about right. queer baiting that really makes me mad is that we. I feel we as a people, we have been given so little that we get addicted to these shows that are just queer baiting us, but not giving us anything. And that hurts our self-esteem collectively. It makes us think yep. that we don't deserve anything real. So that one really makes me mad. So that's my choice. Agreed. Excellent. All right. Question number three. Would Joe wear a suit at Joe and Blair's wedding? Yes or no? <laughs> oh, take oh, this away, yeah. Tracy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yes. Now, okay, I'm going to ask a follow-up question that's not even in our Q&A list, but would that suit be denim? (laughs) (laughs) There has to be denim. Not for the wedding, but her something blue would definitely be denim. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my God. Can she have, like, a denim pocket square? Yes. 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 I love it. I love it so much. Uh, And, of course, Blair bought the whole outfit for her as a surprise of not only am I proposing, but we're getting married right now, and here's your suit. Oh my god, amazing. Oh my god. Oh my god, and can you have it be a thing where, like, Joe's mom, like, forced her to, like, agree to wear a dress, 
and then Blair like surprises her day of with the suit. Oh my god! Yes. Oh my god! You guys, I'm so excited for this reboot. I just got chills okay. from this fake wedding. <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay, let's start okay. our crowdfunding now. <laughs> question four, and this might be tough, but Blair, Joe, Tootie, or Natalie? That's it. That's the question. That's Which the question. One? That's the question. You can interpret it however you want. Who's your favorite? Who's the gayest? Just if you had to pick one. Who My do you answers pick? are also obvious. I have to pick Joe. Like I'm like I'm, I'm saying nothing clever here. Like Joe, absolutely. <laughs> I I just you know as a kid I loved her. She was so cool and tough. And I you know I'm I so conflicted. <laughs> I didn't come out till I was 18. So it was that kind of why do I like her? Yeah. Why, is, yeah. why do I think she's so cool? You know, she yeah, makes Joe. sense in hindsight. Yeah. Yep. I, ah, this is not fair. Cause <laughs> I, the funniest though. Well, see, I identify the most with Natalie, but I had a huge crush on, on, on Blair and Joe as a unit. Mm. Okay. So I, I'm going to say Natalie, Natalie. That's fair. All right. Natalie would it. be my second. Poor Tootie. She's my second though. Oh, <laughs> okay. Okay, our final question. Which is better, classic Joe hair or post down under Farrah Fawcett mullet? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, the mullet was so much. It oh, was so, so much. much. But I mean, that's realness, right? Oh, that yeah, is 80s so realness. lesbian mullet hair. But, you know, everybody had a mullet in the 80s, too. Y'all have to remember that. This Not is... just the lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, hmm. no, definitely original Joe. I'm going okay. with Tracy on this one. Original Joe hair. There you go. We have consensus for once. There we <laughs> go. Wrapping up, our, wrapping up our Q&A on the same page. Remember, you can also give us your answers to this week's Q&A questions on our Twitter at Let's Hang Out Pod. Thank you, Mika and Tracy, so much for coming on. This yes. is amazing. I think I like have little tears just not, like dripping down my face. Not just for being on, but for being on and for bringing this blast from the past. Because there's no way that Ellie and I could have covered this just with the two of us well you yeah, know if amazing. you heard him from your brother you better clear him with your mother then and get him right call her late <laughs> at night <laughs> well thank you so oh much for God. having us i mean this is a is a should have been gay like hardcore should have been gay so i'm yes. glad that we were able to bring this perspective of yes. the show yes, to your like show a little education for us we loved it it was amazing um, if people if people want to find you guys where's the best place to find you leswatch.tv is our website and all of our social things instagram twitter etc is at leswatch.tv excellent perfect and any other projects coming out besides writing this reboot <laughs> uh tracy is forcing me to make sure that the mathematical computations are accurate for characters in our show scores so i'm nice. playing with numbers cool there you go. Right. And we, Check it out. I am, my uh, current project with Let's Watch TV is getting all the actors right. And we have like over 2,000 of them. And I just passed 1,000. So. That's just insane. Yeah. That's insane. And then after that, we have an Alexa skill. We do. Uh, we yeah. Do. So you can actually ask Alexa all about shows, all about actors. Um, and I want to work on making that better. Wow. Super That's cool. Awesome. I didn't know that. Two winters ago, I decided I'd take on that challenge of, can I write an Amazon right. Alexa skill and say, hey, am hey, Alexa. Is uh, Allie Liebert gay? And Alexa will say yes. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! That's I just, crazy. I just want you to know that, like, if anything was going to convince me to get one of those things in my house, that's what it would be. <laughs> it's like the ability to just like in thin air be like, "Is so and so gay?" <laughs> that's what I need. Sadly, you know, with Alexa skills, it's weird because you have to say, "Hey Alexa, ask Les Watch TV is Allie Liebert queer," and then she'll okay. answer. Because it's not as I smart adjust. as all it's that. Fine. Still pretty it's cool. Fine. 
yeah. we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, so there you go. Let's watch TV. Thank you so much again, you guys. This it was amazing. This was amazing. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. We had a great time. Let me hear you say hip, 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 we're gay. We love hearing from you and building our community, so we wanted to shout out some of our favorite things each episode. Uh, and this week, what we wanted to shout out specifically is, I think what is going to be forever and always our favorite review of the podcast that we're ever going to get. Um, so ever. this is uh, someone on Twitter shouting out to at Franzia Boy, uh, who reviewed the podcast thusly. Um, at Les Hangout Pod is a very good lesbian podcast and definitely my favorite podcast. Here's some reasons I like it. Voice is not annoying. Lesbian. That's it done drop the mic we we should quit while we're ahead i think yeah honestly voice is not annoying lesbian that's the only criteria that we needed to make yes uh so there you go we're happy we're done (laughs) i think that was we've reached our goal we've reached our peak that's it our voices aren't (laughs) annoying and we're lesbians peace you guys (laughs) yeah gonna add that to a business card thank you for that that just it absolutely made like our year i think i was crying laughing so funny (laughs) (laughs) thank you We also, as always, we want to shout out our top tier patrons, our Lesbian Jesus patrons. Mm -hmm. Um, It is so, so important to help us continue to be able to do this, uh, the support that we get from all of our patrons, but especially these people. So huge thank you to Amy and Ellen, Kayla Kelly, Lizette Stye, Tanya Ferguson, Jess Klaus, and Danny Griswold. Thank you, guys. Remember, you can also find us on all social medias. We are at Les Hangout Pod on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Or you can email us at leshangoutpod at gmail.com with all of your possible should have been gays. You can check us out on our website at leshangoutpod.com. And make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash leshangoutpod. If you want to help support the podcast, there's a couple ways that you can do that. One of them, you can become a patron on our Patreon page. You can find that at bit.ly slash lespatreon. You can get access to our uh, exclusive Facebook group. You can get bloopers. You can get all sorts of good stuff. It's a ton of fun. And if you want some queer merch, a hip hip I'm gay mug or the like you can find that at <laughs> bit.ly slash les shop if you want to follow us individually the best place to find me is on twitter and instagram at lsh foster and the best place to find me is at ellie brigida on instagram and twitter and with that i'm ellie and i'm lee and, and let's, let's hang, hang out, out again, again soon. soon let's hang out, out.